Andy Bush and Richie Firth here with our legendary Any Other Business podcast. Uh, Richie looking a little bit tired last night because he's... He, sorry, let's start again. Andy Bush and Richie Firth here with our legendary Any Other Business podcast recorded bespokely, if I can throw in such a word, for Fridays because obviously it's a request show. You don't want to hear people requesting songs. Why would you want to listen to that? No one wants to listen to that. So we do it special. Uh, and Richie, just a little bit fatigued today. Do you know what? I am. Night. I am. Uh, for good reason. And... Um... I just can't keep doing this. I can't keep going out in the evenings. Yeah. I don't have it in me any longer. Well, I think the the, the other thing is, let's explain, first of all, you went yeah. to see uh, the Breakfast Show's brilliant Glenn Moore. Do we stand I did, up? yeah. I went last night, obviously, um, uh, when I used to work at breakfast time with Glenn. Uh, I never got the chance to see him do his stand-up, but uh, we worked together every day. And so last night was the first chance I'd had to go and see Glenn do his comedy and it was fantastic oh brilliant he did an hour at the uh, the Soho Theatre doing his uh, Edinburgh show that got him nominated and I loved it it was a it was a great hour um, so that's that that's go that. and see Glenn if you can see Glenn but the problem for me comes from that it started at 9.30 yeah it's a young man's game it is uh, 9.30 so we finished the show at 7 and I normally just go straight home at seven. Yeah. If I'm going to stay on for something, that's fine, but it needs to happen immediately. I can't afford to have a two and a half hour lag this is the, before the, the next thing. And I think, judging from what I was seeing on Twitter last night, uh, idle hands make the devils work. I saw you <laughs> approaching a pizza. I did, yeah, I did. Uh, I, I went to uh, a, a place here in uh, Soho called Pizza Pilgrims, uh, which was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so that, that, uh, that took up 45 minutes of my time. So you You've completely put aside the the fear because I've still got the fear of pizzas after our oh, it's forty gone. inch thing. It's gone now. Oh, it's gone. See, yeah. for me, I'm still not there. I think I've got post traumatic stress <laughs> from that forty inch pizza. Genuinely. But then when it finished, Glenn finishes on the dot ten thirty, and it's about an hour and a half to get home. All in all, what with the tube, waiting for a train, on the train, walking back after you get off the train, that kind of thing. And I'm just sat there like a grumpy man for 90 minutes, just looking around at the young the youngsters the are out at half ten in the evening. I'm thinking, I hate you all. What I, do you, I genuinely hate you all. What do you download on your phone? I think it's essential these days now to download something to, to watch on the way back if you've got a bit of a commute. What are you so watching? So I'm into Narcos at the moment, um, which I'm watching off Netflix. I remember now because you were watching a bit that ended up being a bit of blue <laughs> when we were on the train back from uh, yeah. Manchester. There's a certain swear word that, that you, they use the most in Narcos. Wally. <laughs> it's it's not that your clot um, your big clot. But I feel that I could say it in Spanish because it's it's a heavily subtitled program. Oh right, yeah. Uh, but it is the worst of all swear words. Oh right, okay. It is genuinely on the uh, on the Ofcom list of swear words. It's the worst. If we said it, it's the one that would get us in the most trouble. Mouth the word, but don't say it. What? <laughs> do it again. Do it again. But mouth it. <laughs> Really? I yes. wouldn't have said that was the worst one. No, it's, I, I would say the worst right one. right up there. The worst one would be... <laughs> I would have thought the same. Yeah, I would have yeah. thought the same. Genuinely, this is this is a real shock for yeah. me that that is the worst one. But they say call. that the most. Uh, it's so much in... Uh, in uh, in Narcos. Escobar really... He enjoys every single one of those. Does he? Potty yeah. mouth, wasn't he, Escobar? Yeah, he was, Really yeah. potty mouth. And much more. Yeah. So, yeah, last night, go and see Glenn Moore. Very tall guy as well. That's the other thing that I forgot. Unbelievably tall. He Very reminds tall. me of Hightower. Do you remember Hightower <laughs> yeah. from Police Academy? Yeah. He's like that. He's massive. Yeah, there you go. Good night.
Was that a belt? Was that an actual belt? <laughs> it was. There you go, folks. Yeah. An actual off-mic belt from Richie. <laughs> Just to let you into a secret, what he normally does when the show's on, and I appreciate this, is that you go for a little walk in the hallway <laughs> and uh, stand on the duck. I do. <laughs> I walk out. I leave the room. Um, yeah, no, I wanted to... I wanted to share something with you, see if you have this as well in your relationship. Okay. Are you... Do you find you are constantly compared... Um, to the husbands or partners of Katie's group of lady friends. I get that a little bit. I, I'm not going to name any names. There, there's one or two guys that I would say put a little bit more effort in than they need to about various <laughs> things, and, he, and they ruin it for the rest yeah, of us. Yeah, they do. They, they ruin absolutely it. absolutely do. Yeah. My morning this morning is just that there's just this, this bloke called Adam. Oh, I don't like him already. That um, It's just been the spectre over my life. Today. I was making myself... A packed lunch. Okay, nice. Natalie had been out all morning, mm-hmm. and she had gone to some baby do, uh, but then gone for coffee with her mates after the baby shindig had finished. Okay, fair enough. I hadden't been out. I'd been doing the washing. Trapped I'd been, indoors. I'd been putting on the uh, Where, putting on the tumble dryer. Like, on. where's Widow Twanky? Yeah, the, all, all that kind all of that stuff. Kind of, what you need is some form of a rack that heats up. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. She breezes back in, and I'm making myself a packed lunch, readiness for the train and all that kind of stuff. And as she moves on, she goes, oh, have you not made me one? Well, no. <laughs> well, you're, you're here now. I, I'm about to leave. Yeah, and also, why it's a packed lunch. Why do you need a packed lunch at home? Yeah, Plus, you've just been out. I thought you'd had lunch with all your mates. Yeah. She goes, no, 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 I haven't. No, I just thought you uh, would have thought of me. Adam makes them. Oh. <laughs> I went, what? And he goes, Adam. She, she's like, Adam makes them. She always, he always used to make packed lunches. What, for, for his other half? For his other half, Even yeah. when he was going out for... Yeah, he's going off to work, but he's making packed lunches for her to have at home in the morning. That's not right. <laughs> it's not, it's not no, right. no. Let, let me tell you this. I think Adam is covering for having some form of an affair. <laughs> I'm willing to put that right down now. He's, no other man behaves like that. I couldn't believe it. And then I'm just getting it in the... I can't get it out of my head. And I'm like, all right, so... How much are you aware of what all the other husbands do? Where do I rank? If yeah. there's like a like a little Champions League group table, where am I amongst this four? And then, of course, you know, she's trying to backpedal. She's like, oh, you're right up there. You're, you're, you're right up the oh, top. Oh, well, that's nice. Uh, well, yeah, but she's just saying it. She's just saying it, yeah. And then Adam comes back again, doesn't it? It's, it's like, oh, yeah, but Adam does this. And it's like... Come on. It winds me up when they do a thing as well. Because, you know, I, I do try and make an effort for, like, birthdays and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, when, when other guys that you know that are partners of, of people, etc., overdo it with birthday presents and cook a five-course dinner and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think everyone's got an Adam in their life. <laughs> Everybody's Definitely. got an Adam in their life. There should be some kind of... You know, for football, there was the Bosman ruling. Yep. We need to have an Adam ruling. Yeah. How does that work? Uh, what we do is we establish working protocol mm-hmm. for all blokes. That's right. So if one person is overdoing it and thus putting the other people in peril... Exactly. He gets a letter. <laughs> I think so, yeah. There we go. Some kind of warning system, yeah. Three strikes and you're... Uh, I mean, you can't say out. That wouldn't be right, would it? But... <laughs> Three strikes and you're Adam. <laughs> Right, should we go for our mailbox? Let's do that. Uh, thank you uh, for getting in touch. Thank you for downloading the podcast and subscribing and everything. We love you for that. And you can send us an email, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Ian Bartle says, nine-year-old birthday girl shout-out. 
Uh, Hi, guys. I'm sure shout-outs aren't your thing, but I figured I'd try anyway. My daughter, Chloe, is nine today and wanted a radio for her room. She's got it tuned to Absolute Radio and is happily dancing around. Can you please wish her happy birthday and blow her mind? However... However... This is the podcast on the the Friday. So it's not working, And her birthday was Monday. I'm really sorry to let her down. (laughs) Actually, this is an important lesson for Chloe. As you get a bit older, as you turn that corner into 12 and 13, birthdays are terrible, aren't they, from that point on? In what way? Just that I remember just being so excited about presents and stuff like that. And you get to a certain age where presents are just... They, the presents go a bit rubbish and a bit grown up. Mm. Maybe from 15 onwards. I see what presents. you mean. It's like a twilight years, isn't it? Where as a person, as a child, as a teenager, young adult, you're aspiring to be older. Yeah. But there is still a part of you that would love some Playmobil. Yeah, or Play-Doh or whatever. And it's hard for you as a kid, mm-hmm. it's hard for the parents because you don't know whether to pitch, you know, a nice tent for them or the Playmobil. Thing is now, with with my niece and nephew, Katie and James, I've given up on trying to buy elaborate presents for them when it's their birthday. They're just interested in cold, hard cash. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've regressed to that with some of my nieces and nephews. They love it. I mean, I could go and spend ages going down Shaftesbury Avenue and trying to pick someone out for them, but they're not that bothered, really. They, <laughs> they just want a wad of £10 notes. <laughs> yeah. Sarah Silver says, Hi, guys. I thought this might be of interest. Uh, and this is from Sarah in Great Yarmouth. I don't know what this is. Clicking on the link... It's not a birthday dedication again, is it? Wombat poo. Scientists reveal mystery oh, behind... Oh, you're kidding. Q- this, this was earlier this week. This is unbelievable. It, now, either she's got ahead of the Hitler's toilet curve... What day was it? Because it was Monday that I did the wombat poo. Uh, well, this is 8pm Monday afterwards. So maybe she's giving you uh, further okay. information. Okay. Thank you very much for that. That's a Hitler's toilet special. Carl Wright says, Am I really missing out on the cream? Love the show. I'm a podcast-only listener, and I've listened to every single one so far. I have a bit of a problem with the full-fat, semi-skimmed, skim suggestion. I would be a skimmed person, which I feel wholly incorrect. As a podcast-only listener, rather than having no cream, I think I get only cream. As anyone can play the music, but it's you guys that make the home time special. Ah, oh, cheers, mate. Uh, therefore, rather than missing out, I get to hear all the best bits. That's a really good way of good looking point. at it. Really good point. Uh, sorry, so but I think you need to come up with someone else. That we switch the full cream and the skimmed completely. I think Carl's hinting we move away from the entire dairy metaphor market. So we've now scratched out the um, uh, the hoteling kind of side of things, full board and half board. Yep. We've now scratched out dairy. Dairy's not working as we well. We need another way of uh, looking at our podcast listeners. Uh, breezing through some of the other ones. Wednesday, Anthony Mayer says the perfect scrambled egg is easy. Yes, Richie, it can only be done in a pan. Add a teaspoon of salted Cornish butter, a splash of milk, some black pepper, and cook whisking all the time till light and fluffy and perfect. All the best, Anthony in Ormskirk. And the last one is from Tom Beatty, who says, loving the show, only getting better. I'm only half bored. <laughs> <laughs> only getting better. I like that. I think we should be called all-inclusive as we don't miss anything just the tune so it's actually more of a compliment we can listen to Richie without the music in between yeah okay all right so well I, I think once again we need to put out specifically to our podcasters please come up with a new system to label the listeners whether you are podcast or live show listeners we need another system get in touch now home time at absoluteradio.co.uk Richie, ready for a Hitler's toilet? Yes, I am, yeah. Let's do this now. Flush, flush, 
This is a special Hitler's toilet. I don't feel that ever the toilet before... Actually, no, do you know what? I'm going to undo everything I've just said. You're going I, back on it? Yeah, I am, yeah. You're going back on it? I haven't... I'm going back on something I haven't even said yet. I think that the toilet does sometimes set the news agenda. The amount of times that a story appears in Hitler's toilet and then a few days later it will go big and people will get in touch and go, I see you, uh, you heard it Wombat's first. got cube poo and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, you're like, I was there first, mate. We've heard that already in this mere podcast. We have. This is something that is going to be coming out in a report next week. Okay. So it's not even in the news cycle yet. Well, actually, you're ahead of people like Sky News and the BBC. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I might even probably be breaking an embargo or something like that. I'm not really Does sure. Does Sky ever call you up for a lead on stuff? Have they got a slow news day? I've got a mate who works there. Really? <laughs> but he's never rung. <laughs> <laughs> um, in-home listening devices like Alexa and Google Home could predict whether a relationship is on the rocks within the next three years. Could wow. even end up chipping in with helpful relationship advice to diffuse arguments. It's certainly something to think about, isn't it? This Christmas, mm. I'm sure there's going to be loads more uh, Alexas and all that kind of jazz. And they're listening all presents. the time. This is the weird thing. They're listening all the time. Andy, you have hit on the nail of the head here. That's exactly how the phrase goes. <laughs> <laughs> I said at the beginning of this podcast, fatigue is playing a part <laughs> in my performance He's a bit today. tired and emotional. <laughs> but they are they are listening all the time, they are. which is quite weird. And you, you think about it, it's not just relationships though. Maybe they're secretly listening into what products you talk about or what stuff you're into, so they can fire the correct adverts at you. Do but you know what here's I mean? the thing: these mega conglomerates will tell you, "Oh no, we're not listening all the time. Only when you say the name, you know, Alexa, and all that, then they'll then they'll prick up their ears and listen." Yeah. If this is a thing, they're listening all the time. If they're going to be giving helpful relationship advice or predicting a relationship is on the rocks, they are listening all the time. And I'll tell you what I don't like is getting relationship advice from Alexa. Imagine that. Amanda, Awful. please don't call Tom an idiot. <laughs> like, that's not going to help, is it? You don't need a robot intervening. Or even snitching. Amanda, you need to know that Tom earlier was on Facebook and looking up old schoolmates. <laughs> I mean, it's just... Do it's you know who Linda is, Amanda? <laughs> we don't need any of that going on, do you? Goes on to suggest that AI and genetic matching could be used to predict chemistry between singles before they've even met. See, this is going to wipe out the likes of Tinder, Grinder, all those kind of things. If you're actually using... Yeah. Alexa to match together two people that don't even know that they exist. Yeah. They don't even know they're looking for love. If Grinder disappears, what are me and you going to do at the weekend? <laughs> I tell you what, though, it's like Black Mirror. Black Mirror, the TV show, has predicted stuff like this mm. in terms of like a pretest to see whether you're actually compatible or not. And it's just something slightly sinister about it, it really is. Yeah. Dark so, future. If you're looking down at the old Christmas list and someone's asked through an Alexa, think twice. Or, or don't, because obviously Amazon are a really big company. <laughs> That's it. That's your lot. That is absolutely all you're getting out of us this week. No, not an iota more, isn't it right, Richie? The only iota that we will add uh, is we haven't for a while um, pleaded with people to rate and subscribe. Yeah, just do us um, a favour. So do all that jazz. Leave comments, rate, be nice about us. Uh, then we'll rise up the podcast charts and world domination shall be ours. We'll have a ticker tape parade somewhere, maybe in your hometown. Yeah. <laughs> 